Welcome to Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm your host, Marta Rowland, here with my co-host, Crystal B. And tonight we're going to be talking about the baby. The baby. I've heard a little bit about the baby. I don't know a lot, I gotta be asking him, but I've heard some interesting stories about the baby. So yeah, apparently this guy has lost his mind. Uh <laughs> cancel culture is like all over them it's so funny because i had saw a meme well somebody had posted on facebook like if uh the gay the lgbtq community can cancel the baby the straight community should be able to cancel uh little nas x oh jeez <laughs> I, I believe is little no unless i'm wrong is little nas x is he gay or bisexual which one i think he's gay i don't okay. i believe i'm gonna go gay okay yeah but anywho so if one thing doesn't connect something else and actually i found some interesting stuff out too and a little bit of a tiktok live i did a little while ago before we oh no i lost my uh oh wait no here we go okay um so reportedly he uh the baby was performing at a show called rolling loud music festival in miami and during the performance, he had made some insults towards the uh, gay gay man and HIV. Um, I'm trying to find this, what he said. Um, I just, this is crazy because I just had all this up on my, uh... oh, wait, because it's on this one. Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay. So he told the audience members to put up your phone lights put your phone lights up in the air basically uh unless they were hiv positive or were, were gay men who performed sex acts in the parking lot is what he said and then he says something about if women's pussy didn't smell like water and some other shit he said also so those comments led to the festivals that he had lined up to perform at all of those were canceled um, he has lost endorsement deals and branding deals and stuff also behind these comments. And also the likes of John uh, Elton John and Madonna also came for him uh, about him. I believe Madonna had called him a sexist wow. and then he need to educate himself on HIV and uh, AIDS also. Um, they uh, Let's see here. Also Miley Cyrus offers education to the baby amid scandal i heard about that yeah she was saying that uh people need to forgive him and he this is something that he can learn from that he shouldn't be able to be canceled um um, madonna said if you're going to make hateful remarks to the lgbtq plus community and uh and hiv aids then you need to know your facts after decades of hard ones one scientific research they are now life safe uh, well, they are now okay. I don't think smart. They are now life saving medi- medi- medicines available to children born with HIV, to people who contracted HIV through blood transmission, I mean, drug blood transfusion, dirty needles, or exchange of body fluids. She wrote these, um, these new ARVs can <clears throat> keep a person with AIDS alive for the rest of their lives. AIDS is not transmitted by standing next to someone in a crowd. Is what uh, Madonna said. Um, uh, 
what's his name? Dia Lupa? Dio Lupa? Yeah, Dua Lupa? Dua Lipa? Dua Lipa, whatever. I, I don't know who she, the, I don't know who she is. You do not know who she is. She I do sings not. She's got a very good song out there. Oh, wait, never mind. Yes, I do. Okay, I have to think about um, it. Okay. Give me a second here. I got to look this song up before I go say the song. I, I, I remember the song now. It popped in my head. <laughs> I have to think about it. Um, she says she's surprised and horrified by the baby comments. Uh, Demi Lovato, who recently went public and went, uh, no, we're not going to read that part. Uh, uh, she didn't really say what she what she said. Um, and then the baby wrote. At least I think this is by the baby. Uh, I'm just, I'm sorry, y'all, because I'm like reading off of two different things. I really don't recognize this as a person I work. Oh, I don't know who this worked. Was this the, the Delupa Dialupa? Why can't I never pronounce her name right? <laughs> Dua Lipa? Yeah, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. She is from England. Go away. Go away, Manorexic. I really don't recognize this as the person I work with. I know my fans. I know my fans know where my heart lies and that I stand 100% with the LGBTQ community. Uh, we need to come together to fight the stigma of ignorance around HIV AIDS. Music producer and filmmaker Quest Questlove posted on Instagram and updated dream list on who he would love to play. Oh, wait. Why am I reading that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe that'll be cut out. Of it. <laughs> it's not going to get cut out. Y'all just ignored that I said that. But yeah, so um, does he deserve, do you think he deserves to be canceled? All right, so I'll tell you what. My thoughts are, so sometimes people say the wrong words. I get people that say the wrong, you know, pronouns and other things to me sometimes. Does that mean they need to be canceled out or taken out? You know, just, just you know, taken away? I mean, but that's By different for coming for a whole community, though. You know what? To me, he did come after all of us, okay? And th- this podcast is... LGBTQ, excuse me, LGBTQIA plus, two plus. Um, this is the podcast where, yes, we both, you know, we have a gay host and a transgender, where, you know, co-host. Where everyone is accepted. You know, we accept everybody all around the world. We accept all positive, good people. Now, I think to me is, I think he needs to make an apology and not just, not just do it like on social media. I think he needs to make a video, okay, like a, uh-huh. a TikTok or a Clapper or a YouTube video and tell people. I think this he did put out a statement, but the state, I don't know if the statement was written by him, like genuinely written by him or his publicist or somebody read it, but it was a statement put out on his website. Apparently, they, they claim that's from him. So to me, if someone did a forum, legal, a lawyer, someone else, public relations did a forum, mm-hmm. I would hope that they did take his words and not just take some words and then just kind of, you know, put it in their own little plan to me. I, I, I hope not. Um, I, I don't believe canceling somebody else is a great idea, by all means. I mean, right. the, the, these young children... And I'm going to say young children. We're talking teenagers, um, this day and age, want to cancel out old people that are born in the 1900s. 
on TikTok. By all means, d- does that mean bad parenting? Or does that mean social media is too much of a thing? Now, as for the baby, again, we're getting off track here. Maybe, maybe he needs to just get out there without any legal this and that. Just go there and just say, listen, I am in the wrong. Okay. I need to learn a few things. I need to be educated on some stuff. And if I'm in the wrong talking about wrong groups or, you know, LGBTQA, HIV, AIDS, some of that, then maybe I need to relook at where I want to go. See, to me, I think that he just showed his true colors. And for one, he's not an ally. He's not a supporter. Um, And then on top of that, he's a sexist. So to me, it just seems like he just showed his true colors because if you were a person who really cared about these groups of people, you wouldn't have made this comment in the first place. I mean, true. I mean, it, it is, it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's a stab right in the front. You know, yeah. say people stabbing the back. This one is literally to the point of where if you have in, in an LGBTQA community, just think there's over a million people in America. Now mm-hmm. um, the world I'm thinking that I believe someone told me I'd have to look it up again, but I believe it's just under like, two i think it's around two and a half or three million people maybe a little more but but the crazy part is though is that the people that he insulting is the ones who stream your music like yeah there are some girls who stream your music but it's mostly the lgbtq community who's buying the tickets to your to your shows like i don't i don't think that there's a lot really a lot of straight men who really care or hetero men who care about the baby whatsoever mm-hmm. um so it's mostly the lgbtq and women who are buying your concert tickets and paying to see you and those are the ones that you insult you're insulting the people who puts food on your table yeah and that's, that's and that's a big no-no no, that's bad. I mean, you know, there's been, hey, there's been some great people out there. I'm just going to name a few people, you know, like Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin. You know, granted, I understand we're a lot younger and they're a lot older. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Just, just, just let's take those two, okay? Now, we've, we've had MC Hammer with the Hammer pants from the 90s, you know? Whatever, whatever. Yeah. We're, not to, we're not judging. We're just here saying, you know, they didn't come up with any any poor comments. And I guess if either he's gonna either he's gonna take responsibility for the actions, or people are just gonna ignore him. And and the biggest thing that any person can do is ignore. If you're a multimillionaire and all of a sudden people, all of a sudden one person says I'm ignoring him because of the statement, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that person is hey I'm best friends with so and so, hey I'm not down with it, you know they read exactly. the same, you know, and it goes from one to a million billion people all of a sudden you're like oh no and he goes from being rich to being the next person working at working at a store right and the crazy part is there are some people part of the lgbtq plus community and women uh who um who he basically offended would say oh i'll oh i'm still gonna support him because he's fine like that's not a reason to support him after he just insulted everything that you Mm -mm. Everything about you. 
I, I have yet to, I mean, and to me, like, I, I don't listen to his music. I don't know. I don't have, I don't even think I even heard one song of his. So far as whatever happens to him after this, I could pretty much care less, but no, no, I, I, to me, I, I don't, I don't, I have nef- never heard any, to me, any rapper, hip hopper or pop, any like, you know, in, in that genre, I've heard anybody ever knock, you know, you know, you hear, you hear general people, in, in businesses will knock the LGBTQIA or people like that, but you never normally don't hear too many people in a high pain position knock people like that. Yeah. And, and even this, this is coming from, from a, a person where I work that works up in a higher end level of the business. And he's like, it's just not acceptable. So I'm going to say right there, this is someone that's in the 60s. Okay, a person in their sixties. Mm-hmm. He says not acceptable. So, granted, I don't know how old the baby is, but I got to tell you right now, if a six-year-old is telling you this is ain't acceptable, I mean, you know, where where are you going? Where's it going? You know, really? I I, I think he I think he's gonna, he's going to work his way out of the music music industry. That's my feeling. That's going to happen. Um, so I made a post on Facebook and I had. Some comments from people. Um, so, Dewan Davis, he said what he said, motherfuckers making a big deal than it actually was, is what he said. Um, you know me from the internet. <laughs> uh, says nothing, he ain't, he ain't important. important. Um, Maddie, Maddie Sykes said the who which is the same thing I probably would have said because once yeah. again, I don't know any of his music. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know of him because of, of course, social media before all this happened and all that stuff, but I know of him. I just don't know his music. Um, Brittany Wilson said, I feel like he shouldn't, he should have kept his comments to himself because it was so unnecessary. Uh, Tommy Wilson Jr. said, that's his opinion. Every pill you won't be able to swallow. Um, Whitney Roberts, uh, she says he's receiving early karma, karma that he brought Tory Lawrence out to antagonize Meg and lost everything. God don't ugly. I think she means that God don't like ugly. Um, Naisha Gray says he was totally out of order and need to use his status to empower people rather than making jokes and serious issues, making jokes and making jokes about serious issues okay did i read that right yeah okay uh with the way he been throwing that dick around in the industry he may want to chill and get tested Ooh. 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 that's that's <laughs> that is some words let me tell you what right there yeah that is some words there we're we're we're, we're not gonna say what i mean what kind of words okay we're not gonna get into details but that is a sharp that is a sharp word by all means i mean hats off hats seriously hats off yeah wow not 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 that we're complaining but it's good to have your um you know your your thoughts and where you feel us by all means i think to me that person alone has a solid statement. I, I, I'm, I'm standing with them. 
I'm I mean, maybe he's maybe maybe he's hiding behind his own sexuality. Maybe maybe he somebody was trying to out him, and that was his way in trying to say, "Hey, I'm I'm a serious hetero just to try to maintain his status, or I'm a hood boy status, or whatever it is that you know that you know these artists trying to do to hide what's going on behind closed doors. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. To to me, to me, you know what? If you're gonna be, um, you know, if you're gonna be against something then be against them it's no big deal but if you're gonna actually be a dick yeah you're gonna you're gonna be mean to people then just be mean to people by all means but don't be you know just the, the logical thing is yeah don't don't be mean don't be mean don't be a dick or don't to, be a you know to me you shouldn't have said something that could have cost you your livelihood oh that can would, cost you your livelihood i i think it's it's really bad you know by all means it's um I think to me is that why would you um, really, you know? Yeah. So in other news, breaking news happened uh, while I was just reading on my Facebook. Oh. And I posted it on the podcast page. Um, Coming August 20th, after 20 years, Aaliyah's music is finally coming to streaming services after 20 years years wow uh, so her album one in a million will be available on spotify and streaming services starting august 20th and then uh, her other albums will be released at later dates but it has been 20 years wow holy mackerel since her music has been available wow um another great singer yeah and also tony braxton's album libra will be available october 1st so all these music that was under uh Black Brown Records, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of just kind of faded out, I guess after actually after Leah passed away, this record label just kind of faded out, and and a lot of the any all the music that was like uh under that record label basically was probably locked away in some vault and wasn't available for streaming services because of the legal issues that that label record label was going through. So after all these years, these albums are finally going to be available for streaming. I believe JoJo's first album will be available for streaming. Um, it was like Tony Braxton's Libra album. They came out 16 years ago. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. And now that's going to be available October 1st. So I'm so excited. I've been waiting for Aaliyah's music to become available. They've been teasing us for the last two years, saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and then it never came. And now we finally got official dates on when the music is finally hitting streaming services. Also, I got some more news for you all. What's that? Aaliyah's post, I guess it's called post, post-mortem. It's, a pop, it's the proper term, post-mortem. Post-mortem yes. album mm-hmm. will be dropping. It's featuring Drake, uh, Chris Brown, and I believe T.I., so this was all unreleased music that Aaliyah had recorded before her passing. And the, the record label is releasing a, a full Aaliyah album featuring those three artists that I just named so far. There's no release date on this music yet, sure. but it's coming. Sure. That's that, I mean, it's awesome that they collaborated with her. Um, Aaliyah, to me, is, you know, to me, a great, great, a solid singer. It's too bad she had to leave so soon. I mean, my favorite song from her, to be honest with you, <laughs> when I was younger, I was like, the biggest song I like from Aaliyah was Try Again. And, yeah, it, and, that was a good and if you really, sometimes music, if you really listen to the words, you really read the lyrics, 
and she explains, and I, I'm not going to get into detail because again, you know, it could be in the copyright details there, but you know what? You, you get yourself in trouble, fall to the ground, get yourself back up, clean yourself off and then keep going. Yeah. You know, if, at first you don't succeed, you get yourself up and try it again. And, and that's what you do. And, and I, to me, she wasn't, Hopefully she's I quoted a, that right. <laughs> I believe you did. I believe you did. She was a great singer. A great singer. I'm uh, glad to hear. Th- I'm glad singer, to hear that. Song. Entertainer. I, I, oh. I, I appreciate her music so much. I, I'm wondering now if any kind of any like um, which day live events, if they're actually going to put those out, the availability, you know, to be able to maybe see them. She did any, um, like concerts with them. So I don't think she has any concerts because um, when she had just so she had died i think probably two months after her last album her final album Aaliyah, was released so i know because she died right uh during the when the video for rock the vote rock the boat was being made and i think the album had already been off like maybe a month or so at that time so she never got a chance to tour for that album and i think her last album before that was probably the I think like the Romeo Must Die soundtrack or the One in a Million <laughs> yep. album, which is like late 90s. So I don't think there's no like reported footage of her uh, performing any of these songs unless they have like studio footage of her like in a studio re- actually recording the songs. But other than that, there's no footage of her performing any of this music. I wonder though if Leah did. So it's like, you know, I've known some, some groups over the years or bands that like played like as like kind of like your beginning ones before you get to your headliner. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there maybe would be some videos out there, maybe for her with maybe, you know, Dr. Dre or maybe, you know, Ice, Ice Cube, Ice Tea, or maybe, I don't know, you know. I mean, there are videos know. of her out, like, performing, like, there's some of her, some of her singles. Uh, she's never performed Rock the Boat because Rock the Boat wasn't technically a single when that released, I mean, when the video came out because she died making the, the video. Um, so the, there are performances. Uh, I think maybe it's, it's it's a very small few, maybe like two or three performances of her performing uh "Born in a Woman," which is on her final album. And uh, I don't think there's no performances of "We Need a Resolution." So it's mostly performances of like "One in a Million." Uh, are you that somebody? Um, are are you that somebody? Are you somebody? I think it's the name of the song. Mm-hmm. Try again and stuff like that. So it's like a lot of it's performances of her older stuff. But anything from that, like the Aaliyah album, her final album, I think it's just that more than a woman. I think she performed like Regis and Kelly or something like that. Or I don't even think it's Regis and Kelly back then. It was Regis something live. Regis and where I think Regis and Kathy uh, live or something like that. Regis oh. and Kathy Lee, like, yeah, 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 something like yeah. that. So it might be from that era. Other than that, there's nothing. So um, we're gonna say yeah. So like I said, let's might have like a camera in the studio while she was recording this music. We won't have any live performances of it. So we just have the music to stream and be able to listen to it, enjoy it, and love it. Um, yeah, far as I'm concerned, like how some artists did, like how you can go and like I know Mariah just put one out, like Pay La Bill. Like a lot of the uh, artists back in the day, they used to put out live albums where they go be doing a show and they be the, the show be recorded and they put an audio version and they mm-hmm. will sell it. Uh, far as I can certainly, it has nothing like that. Wow. So she was 22 years old. Yes. She died, I believe, August 25th, 2001. That's crazy. So just, just after, actually, in, in America, we had, was 9-11, actually, 
just actually before 9-11 wow yeah it, it was it Jeez. was she died in august and then 9-11 happened and right after that left eye and like that that following year in like i believe april uh left eye from tlc died yep mm-hmm. so so all these good performers just think all those people that have, have you know have done great things the sad part about their life was short was mm-hmm. cut off too short it was crazy I remember Luther, hearing about Luther Vandross passing away, and I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Wow! Like it still don't seem like he's he's not with us, and I think he's been he's been gone since like 2005. He's been gone that long. Yeah, wow. I believe it's been that long, and it's oh just goodness. it is just doesn't seem like it. Wow. Like just think, it's been like 10 years for like Michael Jackson already. Uh, we're going, we're we're approaching 10 oh. years for uh, Whitney Houston. It's, it's, you know what, Tim, to me, it's, you know, I would say with Whitney, it's too bad between her and Bobby Brown, again, with the, the drugs and everything like that. It's, it's, it's too bad you start making money and then you start doing some of these, you know, not safe acts to your body because, you know, by all means, you're, you're, you are not uh, bulletproof. You're not, you know, you're not proof of anything. If someone's going to do harm to you, you could die you know, internally or externally. So, um, but doing stuff to yourself, you know, I, it's sad. It's sad. It, There's a, it's very it sad. Is. It is. It is, you know. It just, I know just thinking about like, wow, there are so many great entertainers that we have lost and lost young. And it just don't really seem like they're going like, I don't know if anybody remember Chester from uh, Lincoln Park. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, like he's yeah. He, like his, his, he died, I believe, in 2017, 16 or 17 or something yep. like that. So it's just, it's just crazy. Like Amy Winehouse. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she she didn't even make. I think she was. I don't know if she made 30? it to thirty. I, don't, I think 20? she made. She was like twenty seven at the most, maybe twenty seven, twenty eight. So we got a, a lot of people. We need to appreciate our living legends out there. We need to appreciate that we still have Patty LaBelle and I was about to say Aretha Franklin, but sadly we lost Aretha already. Um, uh, Patty LaBelle, Anita Baker. Uh, we still have Diana Ross. Um, yeah. Gladys yeah. Knight. Um, Stevie Wonder is still kicking. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, it's crazy that, you know, we, we were talking about Stevie Wonder earlier in the, in the podcast, and it's crazy that, um, you know, he's still, I mean, I think he's like 87 or 88 years old, something like that, you know? Hell, we and, even have Tina Turner still. Like, we need to be happy. You know, you know there's some great singers out there, okay? Again, it, it doesn't matter what genre we're talking about, but there's been some great and if you ever want to, you know, I always tell tell everyone, if you know what, you can list all the new stuff, but sometimes go back, like go back, say, check out the fifties, check out the sixties, check out the seventies. There's some pretty darn good music out there. You know, I always said eighties, nineties were good too, but check some of those people out. You know, I mean, hell, we still even have Madonna. Yeah, <laughs> she's in her sixties. She's in her sixties and still, still doing around. the damn thing. We I got mean, share. Well, we still got share. Yeah, Cher. we got Cher. She's and she's planning on going back on tour next year. We still have Cher touring. Come on now, isn't that crazy? You know, I, I mean, there's people. 
they don't look like they age. They don't stone. I don't get it. You know, do they just get a lot of sun? Go outside and walk around all the time? It's, I don't know. It's called money. Well, <laughs> they, that too, yeah. That's they, true, yeah. They had money. <laughs> they have money to get to get things done. That's true. That's true. No, no worries. You shouldn't complain about it. It's true. You know, but it's crazy to me that, you know, appreciate the people that are still here. Appreciate the people that decided to go from, you know, like some people you look at me kind of weird when I say, you know what? I, I always say, look at Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey started out as a nobody. Okay. Mm-hmm. To me, he's got a TV show. He talks about dating and love. And he even is on, um, oh, what's the, now what's the game show? Family now I, feud. The Family Feud. The Feud. And he is doing such an awesome, I mean, phenom- the guy is so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be very privileged, you know, really. Um, I mean, gosh, you know, I mean, the Price Right used to have Bob Barker. Johnny Cash used to be on the night show. Well, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. They're not coming back. There you know? ain't no gray can hold my body down. That's one of my Let's favorite see. favorite Johnny Cash songs. Just because the Undertaker used it as an intro song. But and, and look at Johnny <laughs> Cash. Johnny Cash is not around either. You know, there's another one. You know, it, even John Wayne. John Wayne, you talk about a western. Baby, let's get high. John Wayne. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> all those people that were up you know and some people may may not know this stuff but the nice part about it is we educate the people say hey go go look at this go do a search on this you know wherever search box you use wherever you are around the world mm-hmm. go check it out because you might find something you're like oh wow that's cool you know and, and you know the thing that really bothers me right now that a lot of people be like um, for like a lot of the older artists, they're like, "Oh, well, they they uh lip sync a lot of their high notes. They do this, they do that." I said, "Do you think that at 50, 60, and seventy, sometimes eighty years old, that they're going to sound like they did back when they were eighteen, nineteen, and twenty? No. Their no. voices do not work like that no more. They're not no. going to sound like that no, no more. It's not going to go up that high no more." We need to appreciate what they can still do and go there and watch the show and still enjoy it. Now, one person, though, one person, although they've been talking about freeing her, one person's show I probably would never pay to see is Britney Spears. You know, Nothing I, about her show is live. Now, I cannot give her credit. At least some of these older artists who go out here and perform, some artists who go out here and perform, period, they might use a backing track or you know, might lip sync to some parts of the song or use it for certain high notes because their voice just isn't there that night or whatever, I can accept that, like, you're just still trying to give a good show and your voice isn't there. I can totally accept that. Oh, yeah. But when you're lip-syncing your whole entire show, I cannot support you. I can I would not pay to see you. Like, it was that one time when she was, like, I think she was overseas performing, mm-hmm. and her microphone, so some her microphone got caught up in her um, costume, so, like, her mouthpiece and her microphone was back here, so she's doing like this, with her microphone, I mean, with that back there, but you don't hear a sound, but her voice is coming off the speakers very clear. But you can see her going like this, trying to get her microphone freed. I'm like, I can't, I, I just can't. I, I can't. I will not pay to see somebody lip sync their way through a whole entire show. Yeah, I can't. Not, you know, and, and you know, I, I even saw like uh, actually a band from the 70s. I saw ZZ Top that was at Summerfest, like in like the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And and now one of the I can't remember one of the band members he just passed away recently. Again, 
appreciate appreciate those people. And this is true. Martel's right. Is there 50 plus 60, 70 years old? You know, give them credit that they're still willing to go on tour. My gosh, the Rolling mm-hmm. Stones look like ancient people. Okay. And they're still touring once, not as much, but just think those guys have been rock and rolled themselves all the way around the world. They're, they're like a hundred years old and still <laughs> getting out on that stage. And do, well, didn't they play at uh, what is now known as American Family Field a few years yes. ago? Correct. Yes. They actually yeah. played it. Yep. They did. Yep. They actually played it, which was Miller Park at the time. Yep. Yeah. And, and to me, I mean, they had a solo concert. It was like 2016, 17, something like that. They had a solo count, sold out the whole stadium. Actually, it, it, it's more it's more than that. Oh, was because, it? Because I believe Miller, Miller Park, American Family Field can hold about 40-something thousand people. And if you add in the con- uh, a concert, and you add in, like, they put seats, like, down on a, uh, on oh, a baseball field, it can hold yeah. sixty to 70,000 people. So, so they probably had that thing maxed out, and then some. Probably. Yeah, it's about probably at most they could have probably had about eighty thousand people there. Wow. I mean, that's like, I mean, eighty thousand people. That's like a population of a large city. You know, yeah. I, just think in one stadium, you had that many people in a stadium. That's crazy. But now, you know, what? imagine if somebody did a show at Lambeau Field. And and like Kenny Chesney's done one. I mean, I've seen a few like. I think Kenny Chesney. Yeah. You know, no, but imagine a Lambeau Field with just a regular football game holds 81,000 people. So, and so, I don't know how they set it up, but I know I it's the same way, though, like you explained with them. Um, yeah, they know, put seats down on the field. Yep. So, then, like I said, so if they, somebody hosts a show at Lambeau Field, they can have close to like 100,000 people, depending on how they have their staging set up and how many seats they put down on the floor. Just think, that's like a section of Milwaukee, 120,000 population inside a stadium yeah because i think uh milwaukee's population is like five hundred ninety-five thousand or something like okay. that sure so it's like a section that's why i said it's not like yeah but it's you know that is a lot i mean holy moly's you know and now um i heard now recently someone told me now this was at work recently um the people that don't want to go to the concerts you know say you had your covid vaccine and covid shots i mean mm-hmm. um and by the way we don't. We should talk about more, but we always say that. Please, by all means, get that COVID shot. Get your get- goddamn vaccines, people. I'm tired of having to wear this damn mask. Go get your damn vaccines so we can get back to motherfucking normal. Because I'm tired of having to wear these damn masks. I'm tired of having to wear a mask eight hours a day at work. I'm tired. Damn it. I'm tired. Stop just fighting. Tired. Just get the damn vaccine, people. You're tired. You're tired of being tired. Yeah. I'm just tired of being tired. That's what he is. That's I'm, what he said. I'm tired of this virus going around. I'm I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of having to talk about it on the podcast because you just have to talk about it because it's just what's going on in life right now. I'm sick of the pandemic. I'm sick of I'm sick of it all. That's it. We're just gonna <laughs> hey, we're gonna cancel culture. What does cancel culture this epidemic calls that? So let's cancel right. It. We need to cancel the virus. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. Oh, yeah, right. We're, not, we're gonna worry about other people going doing shit wrong. We're just gonna cancel out the that's it, just cancel out. No idea. No, yeah, you know, but you know, look look at the situation as back back to like you said, the how the population of stadiums. You know, yes, we have these two big stadiums, okay. Now there's a lot of our small stadiums, okay, 
that probably pay like your like uh, there's one in Oshkosh that is an indoor or indoor stadium for the Wisconsin Hurt, which is like the oh you the uh, D League. The D-League, thank you. So he explained to me what it is. I don't follow basketball enough, but um, <laughs> overall, real quick, we'll just say this. Hashtag Bucks at six. So there we go. We'll just go ahead and say that right away. So just in case we want to know where we're at. The 20, oh. uh, 2021-2022 NBA champions come next year. Just just, just so everyone knows where we're coming from. Bucks and six is June of next year. Bucks and six. There we go. Another one we go. We're, we're, work, we're working on the Brewers. The Brewers are actually in first in the National League, so way to go, Brewers. Brew crew, congratulations. Keep it up. Keep that 500-plus, you know, keep it up there, that ranking up there. We yeah, need it. Now we – and that and the fucking Packers. And then we get the Packers if uh, Rodgers decides to do something, I guess. I don't know. If he stopped being a dick and asking for so much money. That's one thing. Did we ever talk about that on the podcast? I don't no, know we, we uh, no, we have not, no. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about. It. Let's go. Okay. Let's talk about Rogers. Okay. Because okay, a lot of people keep on saying like, "Oh, well, the Packers let go of so many good players over the years," and da 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 da. I said, "Well, like once again, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't asking for ninety to a hundred fucking million dollars a year, then maybe we can afford those players. You can't have that kind of contract and then still expect for them to pay for star players. Like, no, you're going to be the only star player." And then you're gonna have these crappy players, and you need to make it work because you don't who ask for all this money to stay on the team, and and then you mad at us because now we can't afford to keep the people that you want to have on the team because you asking for so much money. Like you can't have your cake and eat it too. No, no, you you, you need to be, you you need to be flexible. Okay, you need to be flexible with them. Be like, hey, listen, we need this, or we need to do this. You know, like, but. If you want star players, say say you want, you know, again, I don't recall any, you know, I remember players from the 90s. Like, say, say like, Brett Favre. Brett Favre, when he was a quarterback for the Packers, right? Mm-hmm. Right? We, we got, you know, just before Donald Driver, we had uh, Leroy Butler, okay? And Reggie White. And Reggie White. And we had, um, you know, there's probably more in there we're missing out, you know. And Donald Driver kind of came in towards the late 90s, kind of mm-hmm. double D came in, you know. But by all means, you know what? These five white, you know, all these guys are willing to take a sacrifice on their contract, their mm-hmm. current contract, to bring more good people in. Exactly. You know, they were like, hey, I got to take a $3,000 cut so we can get this, this new person in here. That can be a defensive end, receiver, whatever it is, you know, lineman, whatever it is, you know, punter, kicker, you know, yeah, by all means. Exactly. Let's, let's do that. Not just, hey, you know, not just, hey, I, I make, I need to make 100,000 million. I don't, I don't care, 100,000. I don't care what we get for players, low class. Yeah. You, know, like but, you, you can't expect to have a championship team without championship players. You, you and, and it's completely agree. You need to take, the brunt of it to say if you're the leader you're the quarterback you're the leader of this group okay exactly. mm-hmm. take some of your money and say listen i'm going to give 15 grand back to the company you know to say listen go find me some good receivers some good defensive people whatever else you know find me some people that are going to not so i don't get you know ran over or squashed or right. you know whatever else you know so you know whatever what it is but yes take your money and put it back 
and say, let's go get, let's go get a third round or fourth round draft pick from whatever Texas is trading so-and-so for so-and-so or, or, you know, or Florida is doing whatever, you know, or, you know, but also having star player doesn't necessarily mean you go win because look at the LA, the LA Lakers right now. They have LeBron James. They, they they have Carmelo Anthony now. Uh, they're trying to. I believe they have Russell Westbrook now. I I don't know if Anthony Davis is still on the team, but like you have all these star players on one team, doesn't mean that you're going to have a winning team because eventually, egos are going to butt heads. Oh yeah, it, it, but look at this. Look at now. Look at Giovanni, Giovanni, and I'm probably missing a bunch of the you know the bunch of everyone that was part of the box. Now look at they're just. Your standard basketball players, standard class basketball players. They're not multi-billionaires. They're not, they don't have their own contracts for now. They probably do for shoes and clothes and everything else, you know, Nike and Adidas. Uh, Only one who has the shoe contract, I believe, is Giannis. Okay. So just think now. Now all of a sudden, they're up there with, you know, they haven't made four or five years, but just think, they're made that level to where LeBron. You know LeBron James, where to where you they're, got Jordan? They're you know. known now. Yeah, you know. So and, you went from being down here, and all of a sudden you're up there. But yeah. the, one of the people I have respected, uh, a lot of people kind of didn't respect him before the playoffs. But one of the people I really respected the most on that team was Pat Connaughton, because he came to Milwaukee and he literally has treated this place like home. He like literally had a whole gym. Uh, uh, like recreation, recreational place where kids can go. He actually had the whole place remodeled for kids to go. He wow. buys real estate in the city of Milwaukee and um, rents it out to people. You know, he invests his money here in the city that where he plays in. And that's why I've had so much respect for Pat Connaughton. Even before the playoffs, when he first came to the Bucks, and I finally saw him play for the first time, like, not only when I when he played, I fell in love with him then, but when I saw started seeing the stuff that he was doing within the community, they made me respect him, love him even more as a person than more than, than an NBA player. So, you know, Pat Connaughton is one of those people I really respect. And to me, you know what? That is awesome. You know, we definitely need to actually meet this guy someday. We definitely need to meet this guy. Oh really my god, like that is person. my goal. Like you know, if we can actually- I don't I don't even really care about meeting the rest of the team. Like I want to meet Pat Connaughton. You know what? And maybe someday we'll be able to it. And and Sam Cast every day will tell you we will be there. We will be there. <laughs> get to meet him, and we will do it. Hopefully, get a little interview with him. Maybe if we only get fifteen minutes. But oh we, yeah, if I if I get fifteen minutes, that'd be a dream. You know, we're we're gonna. You know, we like I said, we're we're trying to push our limits with what we have and what we're available to do, and so um, that's a possibility. You know, by all means, um, but. I, I would love to meet love me Pat learn about learn more about him I can't talk again <laughs> I'm tied and that'd be it, so it, awesome it's you know? a little late we normally don't record this this late no. we had some hiccups and stuff so yeah but you know what though you know what though I think if we we're actually gonna have an interview with him I would actually buy a Bucks hat and and actually ask him to sign seriously and I would wear it once in a while not all the time but once in a while I'd be like you know what. This this thing's legit. Like literally, I got this thing signed. Like yeah. This, and this one is... thing, and one thing that kept pissing me off when people were talking about him, like, oh, he can't shoot threes, and I don't know. Like, like me personally, I know that 
Pat Connaughton when it comes to that three-point line. It, it's something that he's still working on, I can tell. He's sure. not as consistent, but when he cannot make contact threes consistently. I know that. But when he's wide open and he's hot, I know that that three is going to get knocked down. Mm-hmm. And like people kept when I was watching the, the game with somebody, I was sitting at home watching the game that night, and it was talking about him uh, missing them threes when and they were contact threes. I'm like, just give him a minute and let, let him get open, and he'll be all right. And then soon as soon I swear, as soon as I said that, he was able to pull that ball up on a uh, on a three on the open three and knocked it down. I said, told you, <laughs> done. Yeah, I mean, I, I respect the man. Oh, but, I completely, you know, and, and to me, to me, if, you know, he start, you know, and I, I'd be interested in, in his, you know, how we started out, you know, how did he start out to get where he got to go, by all means. Um, and Pat, if you're listening to this and you actually hear us, hear our podcast, by all means, please reach out to us. Uh, we would love to have you as, you know, interview you, you know, it would be great to, you know, to, this is this way I look at as you go through life and you get to meet people. Okay. And some people get to be famous. Um, we're working on it. I'm not going to say we're super famous, but we're working on it. But just think someday you could go back 30, 40 years from now and be like, you know what? I got this sign. So-and-so hat, Jersey shirt, whatever it is, you know, pair of socks, whatever it is. And you'd be like, Hey, by the way, yes. I, I guess we got to shake shake his or her hand. Mm-hmm. I got to be part of that. That's a big deal. You know, you can even get a picture with them, you know, with, with you know, and put it up your wall and be like, yep, here's here's the, you know, here's the apparel. Here's the picture. Uh-huh. Literally, I don't know how else to tell you, but that right there, it may not be worth money to the general public, but to you as a person, even myself, it'd be worth billions of dollars. You know oh, yeah. that 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 moment for me will be will be priceless oh my gosh i'm trying to figure out um why is this technology not working for me right now oh, what's wrong okay let's see So apparently he played uh, in high school. He played at St. John's Preparatory School. So he's from Massachusetts. Oh, that's okay. So he's from out east. From, yeah. from Mass. Hmm. And I know he was 28 years old. Hmm. Oh, wow. To be at 28 and have now a, a world championship. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing they have rings. Like they do, like for baseball and football. Yeah, so I think they get their. I don't know if they have the rings yet. Uh, I believe yeah. they have the ring presentation on the first home game of the season gotcha. of the next season. Gotcha. gotcha. Is when they be presented with the game. Uh, when they uh lift the uh the banner up and Pfizer form. Uh, come the next season. But yeah, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that a personal goal. My personal goal is gonna be to meet Pat Connaughton. You know, that'd be, that'd be awesome. I would love to join you in that, just to even shake his hand and say hi to him, you know, by all means. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are. You could be 16, 18, you know, he's 28. Yeah. You could be 40, 50 years old and be, get something, you know? Because my goal is to, to use this podcast to do what he has done for this city. So if I could take some of the money that I hopefully this podcast leads to me being doing that, buy property in the city and invest for a place for youth to have somewhere to go uh, after school because it's 
a lot of neighborhoods don't have boys and girls club. Oh, wow. or, and then then some neighborhoods who um do have you know like recreational stuff for kids, you know they have to pay for it and they can't afford it. So I would love to be able to help out some of those places where they can have somewhere to go and you know be able to buy homes and make affordable rent for people. Like if I'm rich off of doing this podcast, you know, why do I need to be charging people, you know, twelve thousand dollars a month for rent when I have all this money? Like, come on. I can create affordable rent for the community. I can help build up the city. And that's I, I want to be like Pat Connington and, and do that. You know, and when we, you know, we're we're gonna get there. You know what? Same cast every day podcast. We're gonna get there. We will. And someday we will be able to donate to you know the metro area and be able to help those people out because you know they're there you're right there is people in rough neighborhoods i mean i've seen a documentary once about chicago and how certain areas how they had all these you know had you know playgrounds and restaurants and stores and all of a sudden they just kept on kind of drying up which means they closed up mm-hmm. why did they they said they were in bad neighborhoods again you can you can classify a good neighbor, bad neighborhood by how how things look, whatever. Call how you see it. I I classify neighborhood being bad based on the violence within the area. And and that would be true, you know. By all means, I would never see anyone in a bad area or in a violent area because there could be an area where the houses look run down, but it's actually a good area of the city. Yeah, you know, and and to me, I think that'd be awesome to have like even a playground. You know that. A playground, you know, playground. You can get like you know basketball court. I don't know if you want to, you want know, to get a, um, you know, put a roller skating rink outside or whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, make it so it's like accessible so they can do sports, outdoor activities. You know, go have fun. I think everybody, everybody in the metro area should be able to have that luxury, not just certain parts of the city or certain subdivisions of the city yeah. or other cities or other kind of you know parts of the city. I think the whole yeah i agree you know we're working on it it's a process because i remember uh my dad took me to argyle gardens in chicago and it was one of the worst places i've probably been in my whole entire life and probably would never go back there um argyle gardens kind of look like what i don't know if you know what west lawn is or something like that it's like low-income apartments probably so it kind of looks like it don't look like how it do now, but like the older buildings, like Hillside, it kind of looked like Hillside, how Hillside okay. looks now. Mm-hmm. And we were there, like the apartment was small and there was like stuff everywhere. And, but I remember me and my brother, we went out to the playground to play. And I guess probably a couple of days before we got there, somebody had set the park on fire. So a lot of the park was like, that, like the little tunnels and stuff that you crawl through and stuff like was melted through. So I'm like, I, it was just like a, a, a very messed up area. And then like, you just a kid trying to play. And I'm probably at the time, I'm probably about six, seven at the most at this time. Mm-hmm. And so we're just trying to play. And you got kids coming up to us trying to represent gangs and stuff, asking us what gang we're part of. It's just, how, how do you live like that? I, 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 I could, I, I couldn't, I'm like, I'm so happy I wasn't raised in that kind of environment. It's it's great. I mean, granted, there is. I believe there's a movie called The Barbershop. I think it's called The Barbershop. I believe it's called. Yeah, I believe um, Ice Cube. Oh, the movie Barbershop. Yeah, the movie. The movie. Yeah. Yep. And it's funny how you know I've seen the movie, and it's funny how it's interesting how 
they're in inner city Chicago, which actually mm-hmm. is true. They're actually in, they take the whole thing. It's all inner city. And it's funny how you watch these kids, you know, it, it's interesting how, you know, you, you would see it's kind of like, you know, it's like two boys, two girls or whatever it is. It's funny mm-hmm. how they always, these people always try to recruit the boys, but the girls just always, you know, they're, you know, too busy or this and that. But it's funny that, you know, why, why do you, you know, why do you be part of this, you know, this, you know, group of us? Why can't you just have fun? You know, if you're six, eight, 10 years old, you just want to go to the park and have fun, you know, by all means, you know, you know, really. And, and if, if that kind of violence is in that area, maybe the best thing to do is find out where that's coming from. You know, that that is true. You know, find out not, not just, I'm going to say, I'm not just saying pick on everybody. I'm not saying that. find out where those are because they're, there's probably kids out there. Okay. But that want to have fun. I think a lot of violence, especially when it comes to like uh, younger kids, like teenagers and ones that are out here doing stuff. I think a lot of that violence come from single parent home. Like mom, mom is mom or dad, whoever, whichever one is a single parent. It is possible for a single dad people. Um, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. But they're working probably two jobs. They're probably at work. They probably leave one job and go to the other. So when that kid is basically alone until mom or dad come home at night, which is about 10, 11 o'clock at night. And by that time, mom and dad is tired. So you have to you stay in bed. So by at that age, they're probably making their own dinners. They're pretty much watching themselves. They're taking care of themselves. So they're out here in the streets doing whatever they doing whatever because there's no supervision at home because it's a single parent household so if mom is at work all day from 7 a.m or 6 a.m to 11 o'clock at night to make sure they have a roof over their head there's no one home with the kid and that it's it's very sad to hear that um you know that yeah that that the kid chooses to go outside that door instead of where the parent may not have all that time but you know, if the but kid the is, doesn't know what the kid is doing half the time know. because they're not there. No, and, and they can't educate the kid on what they shouldn't be doing or who you should and should be hanging out with because they're trying to pay bills and trying to keep, you know, a roof over their house, get food, you know. And, and we we've talked about this before, even in the state of Wisconsin. I mean, at twenty five thousand dollars a year, which is literally a little over four hundred dollars a week. Okay, now. You know, if that parent is going and working two jobs, okay, and say they're making, just say they're making $800, you know, I'm just going to take a guess, okay? Might only be six or $700, okay, a week, all right? That might be just enough to cover bills and expenses without maybe buying some clothes for the kid or kids, maybe uh, buying with, something nice for Chicago, themselves. $600, oh, that's going to cover rent, rent only, if that. You know, but then again, you could be in some parts where it's yeah, very expensive. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. I, I mean, I ran into some people. Some I say peddlers. Try to be nice about it. Was in Chicago asking me for change, and I'm like, I don't carry change. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I don't do that. You know, I, I had a whole a whole spiel that I was gonna wait till we record next time about pen handlers. Oh, we'll, so, we'll talk about next yeah. time. We'll yeah, we, we, yeah, because I got I got a whole uh, tangent to go on about them. 
But <laughs> as, we, as we talk about stuff, these are little snippets that you hear. You pay attention. It's like movies. Sometimes we'll give away little things, you know. These are this is like a movie, you know. They give you those little those little little Easter eggs, as they call. So Word. we do that too here. We'll sometimes give an Easter egg out and be like, "Hey, yeah." So we don't want to keep going on for too long because you know it's late and us old people got to go to work tomorrow. Yes, I just call myself old. Um, have to be at work tomorrow at the crack uh. of dawn. Because now when I wake up for work, the sun is barely up now. It'd be coming up, but it'd be looking still kind of dark when I get up now for work. This is just fall is hitting now. I'm going to hate that because it seems like I'm going to be about it. When I go to work now, it's going to be dark when uh, daylight savings hit again. When I go to work, it's going to be dark. And when I come home, it's going to be getting dark. So I'm not going to see any daylight. <laughs> you know, one good thing, though, Martel will say, and he won't complain about it, is that at least once we once he actually flies out to me out in November, is that at least he'll be able to wear shorts when it's 60 plus degrees outside. Oh no, it's so, colder over there than it is here. Oh, is it really? They're they're right on the ocean. So it's colder? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I they, didn't know what that was. Uh, I think that's is that the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean? It's one of them two oceans they said, but I think it's the Atlantic Ocean. I think Atlantic Ocean, I think what yeah, it is. I believe Baltimore sit right on the Atlantic Ocean. I think so. So it's so, gonna be colder there. So I, know, cold, I know like New York is colder than us too. So oh really? Ooh. Yeah, because they sit right on the ocean too. Then they surrounded by all that water. So yeah. yeah we'll, we'll be near the Chesapeake Bay. That's where we're gonna be near. So yeah, well. Yeah. Everyone's like, everyone's like, you ready for um um Krabby Patties? I'm like, oh, this is not this is not SpongeBob. By all means, <laughs> we are not rolling out SpongeBob, people. This is Lord not SpongeBob. Or whatever they want to have, crab legs. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think to me, to me, when I'm out there, because it's cousin does have some uh, kind of uh, English terms. Like they have a city called Nottingham, mm-hmm. and they have a city named Essex. You know, so maybe, maybe do the. Uh, you know, maybe I'll try out the uh, fish and chips, the English fish and chips. Yuck. Yeah. 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 It's not that bad. It's yeah. not that. Nope. Which is literally, which is literally fish in America, fish in America. No, 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 no. So in England, actually, it's chips. But I believe, less, less than my, less, less just correct me. The ones here actually, you get French fries. No, 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 no. No, no, not for you. No nope. fish sticks at all. I don't eat no fish, no shellfish. No, 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 no. Let's get, let's get. No, he, no, no. We don't do that. But we do eat. Japanese food, though. I don't say that. Oh, so. my God. We need to go there this weekend. So, so. Oh, no. You're going to be busy. Never mind. No, I won't. No, nope, I weekend. need to try to scrape up some money if I can go because I am poor this week. <laughs> Welcome to the club, man. Join the club. So, this has been another episode of Same Cast, Different Day with the man, Mr. Martel Rowland. And what about social media? Where are all social media links at, Martel? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, the TikTok. I think that's all of them. And Martel Roland. And then, then don't forget to head over to direct.me slash Martel Roland to get to get the links to all the, the what's the word I'm thinking of? <laughs> social media links. <laughs> and by all means, don't forget to check, check out direct.me slash same cast every day podcast to keep up with us and all our crazy antics we're doing 
by all means. Crystal B is keeping us up to, I'm the one keeping us up on that stuff. So keeping everyone up there to speed. All the crazy antics and after stuff we're doing, dances, trying out different foods, stuff like that, all that crazy stuff. You can check me out. I'm the co-host, Crystal B. You can check me out at the old school Snapchat. <laughs> and the Snapchat for old people. I still say <laughs> Snapchat is for old people. DJ Care Bear 131. You can check me out on TikTok at Miss Care Bear WI. And, and our, uh, our long-term social media app we all use is Facebook. So don't forget, check us out on Facebook too. Same cast every day podcast on Facebook all the time. Make sure you check us all out. If you wish to check out what I'm doing, what's going on with me, don't forget to make sure to check out direct.me slash Martel Roland. He did say that. Check and see what's going on in his life in the big metro area. You can check out me at direct.me slash carebear131. And you can also find out what's going on on the countryside of life. So we have the what's city band and the countryside of life. So whichever's city. going on. <laughs> I thought you were going to sing after that. No, no. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Not nothing. Nothing. But you can <laughs> check me out. And by the way, I am, I am, uh, I do have a fundraiser through GoFundMe. So if you guys would like to wish to check it out, by all means, please check it out, share it. If you wish to donate, uh, we do, again, thank you for all your proceeds. Um, and if I do actually have more than enough money, um, the donations, I will actually forward it on towards possibly other equipment and we will find a um, place in the Milwaukee metro where we can actually donate some money. So if I don't need all the money, we will find somewhere we can actually donate some of that money. So some of that will, hopefully, if I don't use the what I'm going to need, maybe we can actually get it out there and maybe, you know, put our name out there with the same cast, different day logo on it. So it's coming. It's coming. Just get ready. You see those stickers. Someday we're going to get them out there. Thank you all for streaming this episode of St. Cast Different Day Podcast. And thank you to all of you who are going to be watching the video version of this on YouTube coming soon. Still working on that. Um, <laughs> hopefully I had those videos out for you soon. Uh, it'll probably be during our, our little break before we start season four. So um, yeah, be looking out for those videos. And uh, this has been an official Fuck the Sun production. Thank you for tuning in to the Same Character Today podcast.